Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. Big thanks to Brittany Graham with uh, On The Pace and uh, what was happening there in the world of harness racing in New South Wales. Simon Orchard now is joining us from Greyhound Racing New South Wales. And Simon, as I say, good morning to you. Well, last week we were hoping the Blues could get the job done, but the Maroons were just too good. Ah, uh, just wasn't to be, Dave. The Maroons, as you say, got it done on the footy field and then they sprung another upset on the dog track. I reckon last Thursday night at Albion Park, there wasn't a more disappointed man than Terry Hill, the New South Wales coach, absolutely devastated from what I heard. And Ben Hannett, the coach of Queensland, overjoyed to lift the shield for the Maroons. We'll just recap the three races. Days of Thunder, Dave, won the staying race. Uh, and it was a hell of a race as well. Worse than midfield at the post first time around, and then as often the case in the staying races, Days of Thunder just stormed home, ended up pipping the New South Wales pair of Super Estrella and zipping Kansas to make, a, make it a 1-0 lead for Queensland. The sprinters were up next, Dave. Good odds cash, uh, and it was a proper spank job for New South Wales. The final margin, six length, and these weren't mugs either. The best that Queensland had to offer. She wiped the floor with them, and she enhanced her already strong reputation as one of the premier greyhounds in the country. And then, Dave, mono e mono, it was Shipwreck versus Zipping Kyrgios for the title. It was one all. The winner would hold the shield. And Shipwreck produced arguably the upset of the night, knocked off Zipping Kyrgios after Zipping Kyrgios led for most of the race. You'd think 1v1 in a match race, it sets up perfectly for Zipping Kyrgios, but it just wasn't to be. And the Queenslanders, they take home the shield for 2022. They most certainly did, mate. Um, what about the, the feature racing that, uh, that's happening here in New South Wales? Well, the Southern Stars Series, Dave, it's our latest feature race from Greyhound Racing New South Wales, and the heats of that exciting race moved to Goulburn and Wagga. Tomorrow, we've got five heats across the two venues, with all winners progressing to the final at Goulburn on July 29. It's worth $50,000, and it's a race that GRNSW is targeted for this region. We've got a lot of participants, owners, trainers down in that, that area that were crying out for more feature racing, and the Goulburn Club has done a wonderful job to put some of the best facilities in the state uh, around their participants down in that area, and we talk about some of the fields tomorrow, Dave, and it's highlighted by She's a Pearl, finally returning to the track. She's been out for a couple of months. It'll be fantastic to see her step up, um, step back onto the track after yeah a couple of months away, and hopefully she can come out and show the crowds exactly how good she can be. i tell you what... Um... Uh, with obviously um, this particular area, why has they have they targeted this race, uh, GNR and SW? Well, I think it's a there's a couple of things. One, there wasn't a race of this stature down in the area. We know the Golden Cup has been a time on a tradition down in the in the southern part of the state, and that normally draws a really good uh, crop of dogs to the area. We've seen dogs like Wow win it over the last couple of years, and Wow is one of our probably modern day. Um, not a champion, but one of our better dogs. And I think we've got a whole breadth of greyhound trainers, owners, breeders, as I said, from Sydney all the way down to the border, Dave, who are just looking for bigger, better races. And we've seen the Million Dollar Chase, the Country Classic has gone to Dubbo, the Thunderbolt's gone to Grafton, the 715 in Newcastle. So it was natural that we turned our eyes to the south and we've landed at Goulburn. And we talk about these fields tomorrow, three of the best going around. And there's probably no better man qualified to talk about the quality of tomorrow than Gary Clark, race caller, president of the Golden Greyhound. Somebody joins us on the line now. Morning, Gary. Yeah, very good morning, Simon. Thanks for having me. Firstly, Gaz is president of the Golden Club. How does it feel to see so many great dogs heading down that way for the Southern Stars Series heat tomorrow? 
Oh, Simon, we're absolutely delighted and thrilled to, to have the quality of greyhound we've got there tomorrow through these three heats of the Southern Star. And, look, we've got to congratulate Wayne Billet too for uh, initiating this particular series uh, with the three tracks, obviously, through the Southern Highlands and the uh, the Riverina of Goulburn to Moora and also Wagga. Um, when we were notified from, from Wayne regarding this, we were also uh, quite thrilled that we were going to actually stage the final there next uh, Friday. And to, to see that the class dogs that we've got, I mean, you've mentioned the Golden Calf, which is our time-honoured race, you know, over probably 80 years, and, and we've we've had some uh, some hot racing through those cups, particularly over the last probably 10 to 12 years. But this certainly surpasses uh, what we've seen through the Golden Cup series. And you know, when you look at those three heats tomorrow, you've got six Group uh, One and Two winners uh, in the race, and of course, uh, the star of the state, she's a pearl, returns to the track. So you couldn't ask for for more what is on offer and what we're going to uh, witness tomorrow afternoon. Let's run us through the heats, Gaz. We'll try and find a few winners for the listeners out there. We'll start in, it's race seven tomorrow at Goulburn. It kicks off at 1.23. It's the first heat of the Southern Stars series. Good odds cash, very warm favourite at the moment, currently around the seventy mark with some of the bookies. Is it her race to lose, Gaz? I think it probably is. Uh, I know she's got box five, but it, it's probably not too bad. She's had the one start at Goulburn, and that was uh, in a heat of the Golden Cup last year, which was in November. She finished third in that heat. You know, she's won 25 of 49. If you have a look at her record, you know, she's she's won the Group 2 uh, Maitland Cup, uh, the Group 2 Richmond Oaks recently, of course, coming off the Group 3 win at Albion Park brilliantly last Thursday. And, of course, second behind She's a Pearl in the uh, the Easter Egg earlier this year. Uh, she's one of our uh, leading chasers in New South Wales. Frank Hurst, he's no stranger to coming to Goulburn. Uh, he did it with good odds to Rada when he uh, coming off the million-dollar chase win there a couple of years ago. He backed up five days later to go through the Goulburn Cup Series and the dog ended up finishing third. So he's always been a great supporter of Goulburn. He brings his good dogs down, and we know how good she is. But, look, you know, there, there's some good opposition there tomorrow. Devil Dodger, of course, he won the Gunnedah Cup a couple of months ago. Go and he actually finished third in the, the heat of uh, this series at Tamora a few days ago. So he's having a second crack at trying to get through. Uh, the J.D. Law Train Coast model, well, we know that uh, she finished second in the million-dollar chase that she's a pearl uh, earlier this year. And uh, you've got UK Girl uh, for Sam Sultana, and uh, she's been involved in five group finals, and she was a finalist in the recent Peter Mossman at Wentworth Park. But, look, I think Coast Model's got that early split off to four, which will probably help Good Odds Cash in the five. Just might give her that clear running along the back. But, as you said, I think it's hers to lose. She's a deserving 175 favourite, and I think she should just about get through in the first heat. He too will see she's a pearl step out of Goblin for the first time. Hard to believe, considering she's trained down there by the Lords at Gunning. There's a lot of quality in this race as well, Gary. Bit of meat on the bone for the pearl. You can find a dollar seventy at this stage with some of the bookies, which is pretty, uh, pretty juicy. But Gatlin, the Vic Peters Classic winner, is in the race, and Victorian star Ferdinand Boy, one of the best one-turn trackers in the country, comes up to race against she's a pearl. Could either of those dogs spoil her return? Yeah, well, I suppose everyone's hoping that she will win. She's on a home track. She's looking to make a 13 straight, which is uh, quite remarkable. She's won 22 of a 32. We know what she's done. Uh, the group won Easter Egg, and then she ended up winning the million-dollar chase. And, uh, look, I suppose the only little query is that she's coming off that, that season of three months. Uh, she's got box four. She does have some strong opposition, particularly with the Victorian Ferdinand boy. Uh, yeah, she can be a little bit tardy on occasions, but knowing Andy that 
Uh, you know, she's had a few trials at, at the track leading into her return to racing uh, tomorrow. And, and knowing Andy, she'll have her in the right uh, mindset here that sometimes when they can come in here off a, a good break like that and be nice and fresh, they can be too keen and they can miss the start. But I, I reckon she'll be uh, she, she'll be she'll be ready to go and she'll be in the, the right mindset tomorrow. I think the interesting part is not only the win tomorrow, but if she does win tomorrow, she gets into the final next week. Uh, it'll be a, a, an interesting uh, affair next Friday in the final if she's there because it'll be a, a double-barrel victory for her, not only to take out the $50,000 of the Southern Stars, but if she does win that, she'll then become the greatest stakes earner in Australia, surpassing Fanta Bale. She's only about $12,000 short, so that's something uh, I don't think has been discussed, but uh, I think we can all look forward particularly connections to look forward to that next week if she is there. But as I said, there is some strong opposition. Uh, you know, you've got Gatlin, the winner of the uh, the Group 1, Vic Peters, and he actually won his maiden at Goulburn last year in 24-68, so he knew what sort of uh, ability he had, and he's gone on with that. So that's the reason I think um, Mitty Finn and John Finn's come down with him. Uh, Derry Express ran third in the Goulburn Cup last year, and, of course, Ferdinand Boy for David Dill. Of course, David came up and won the Goulburn Cup a couple of years ago, and uh, he's, uh, he's made up I think about his fourth trip now to to, uh, to Goulburn. He always brings the right dog, and he is an outstanding one-turn dog. He, he's won Group Twos at Ballarat, Warrnambool, Shepherd, and Hillsville. Uh, he's won 50 of his 88 uh, starts. Uh, look, he had a run there last week. He had no luck. He got badly checked twice through the first quarter. But at least he's had a look at the track. But I think box rise will be the important part here with both she's a pearl, Ferdinand boy. Ferdinand can be a moderate beginner, but the wider he's drawn, the better it is, particularly at Goulburn, because he can get, he's got that pick-up speed and he can really take off down the back and he's a very hard to determine chaser. So I think box rise in the first 50 metres for she's a pearl, Ferdinand boy are going to be very, very important tomorrow. Comprehensive as always, Gary. And I spoke to Deputy CEO of Grain Racing New South Wales, Wayne Billet, during the week. He said she's a pearl heading to Goulburn. It's a bit winks in her prime heading to Musselbrook. So if you're in Goulburn, you can get tomorrow Arvo off, head down and find what's one of the greatest chases I reckon we may have ever seen. Race eight on the card. And we'll talk about the final heat, the third heat, perhaps the most open as well, Gary. The likes of Zipping Kyrgios, Bandit Ned, Casual Glenn. That's a good win at Goulburn last week. Who do you see progressing from that one? Yeah, it is probably the most open heat. And look, you look at these heats, Simon, it's, uh, it's, it's probably going to be disappointing. There's going to be so many good dogs, and even group dogs and group winners that are not going to be there in the final next week. But that's just the way the, the format of the series is. So uh, it's pretty cutthroat in these uh, heats tomorrow, only the three winners going through. Yeah, this last heat, of course, you've got Father Rick, who won the Fireball as a young dog uh, last November at uh, Goulburn. Uh, we know the brilliance of Zipping Kyrgios. We know what he can do. Um, you know, he's won a Group 3. He's taken out a couple of Group 2s, including the Gosford Cup. He's competitive in, uh, in any race he goes uh, goes in. Obviously, coming back to the 440 is probably not ideal uh, on the real speed uh, one-turn tracks here. But look, if anything goes wrong up front, uh, he's well drawn back on the inside. You just never know. He could put himself into the race by the home corner. Uh, Sonic Oak, the local dog, uh, one of the real strong chances of the locals for Andrew Rowe. He's a, a track specialist. He's racing in brilliant form at the moment. Uh, Sonic Oak's won 12 uh, at Goulburn. He was a finalist in the Goulburn Cup last year. Probably a little inexperienced at that, that stage, but he's really matured since. Of course, you've got Casual Glance, who finished second the whale in the Goldman Cup last year. He's been involved in five group finals. He deserves to, to win one of them. 
And uh, then you've got out wide, Melcat Big Boy. Well, we know how brilliant he is. He uh, he started his career at Goulburn and at his full start ran close to the... Well, he actually ran the track record at 24-26. So, uh, you know, he's gone on to, to prove just how good he is. He had a stint there with uh, Andy and Jody Lord. He come back to his owner, John Mellon, earlier this year. And he's been in devastating form around Boy and Wentworth Park. As I said, we know the times he can run. He's beautifully drawn in the seven. And then, of course, you've got Bandit Ned. Um, who's been a bit of a headline dog through his career too. Uh, he's taken out uh, group threes at uh, Wentworth Park and Nara. And, of course, uh, the group one, Vic Peters, uh, at Wentworth Park last year. And he's got his box. They were sweating on an outside draw. If you look at this last heat, actually, we know well holds the record at 24.18, but you've got Father Rick, who's run 24.37, Sonic Oath 2450, Casual Glands 2448, Melcat Big Boy 24-26 and Bannon Ned 24-35. There's only about two lengths between five of these, oh, a couple of tens off the track record, so that's how open it is. And, uh, yeah, look, it's going to be very competitive through that first two sections. Milcat, Big Boy, Ban and Ned, they're going to have the speed out wide. They'll be rushing down the outside. I think Casual Glance probably nearly leads them. Uh, look, I, I wouldn't like to pick it up. I, I think probably Casual Glance, Milcat, Big Boy, Ban and Ned, I think they're your three top hopes in the last heat. There you go, punters. Maybe a couple of shorties in the first two legs and then potentially some value in the third. Gary, before we let you go, mate, and just quickly, we know the Golden Club is already one of the best facilities in the state, but is there any truth to the rumour and announcement on the long-awaited track upgrade could be just around the corner? Yes, we believe so. It may be only uh, a matter of just a few weeks away, so we're looking forward to that. Look, when you want to run a business like we do, and, and that's what it is, you run a business with a, a Greyhound Club now, we're always looking to develop uh, that business. As you said, we've done that over the last 12 years with the... Uh, the new kennel block there, which we've been told even by Victorian trainers, is probably just about yeah, one of, if not the best in Australia. Then we've got those brilliant facilities down there. And the last five years, we've had the plans drawn up and uh, for the redevelopment of our circle track. And at the time, we thought, well, why not you know, put a, a straight track in too? We've, uh, we've had the land there in which to do it. And uh, we've had a, a number of uh, meetings with local council. Our racing manager, Patrick Day, has been uh, incredible with the work that he's done over the years with the, this particular project, particularly with a number of MPs through state government and also Wayne Billet. We've got to congratulate Wayne. Um, we've had numerous uh, meetings with, with Wayne. He's been very forward in the uh, the project that uh, we put forward to him with the uh, redevelopment of the circle track, which, of course, is going to also see lights installed. So it'll be the first nighttime racing in any three of the codes in Goulburn. And, of course, then the straight track also, which will have lights. So that's going to be pretty exciting too. And uh, it's been five years in the making, but we're just about there, uh, and it'll be uh, a centre of excellence uh, for the southern part of New South Wales, and I think that is uh, is badly needed. And uh, the Racing Minister, I believe, uh, in the next few weeks will make that announcement official. Uh, we've got a few requirements after that that the club uh, has to uh, take care of, and then we're hoping the uh, construction will take place during the, the summer months. So I think this time next year, um, it'll all be in uh, off. Uh, operational and uh, very exciting for the participants. It's uh, it's all being done for the owners and traders, so we're getting very close, Simon. There you go. Thank you, Gary Clark. An exciting time for Goldman. A credit to you, to Pat Day and the rest of the committee down there, and I'm sure the owners, trainers, breeders are very thankful for everything you're doing. We look forward to tomorrow's three heats of the Southern Stars series going off at Goulburn, races seven to nine on the program. And Dave Stanley, there you go, mate. A bit of a mini scoop on the track upgrade, as well as a couple of 
um, in-depth previews from our man Gary Clark. I tell you what, Simon, I love having Gary on uh, Sky Sports Radio because, mate, he's just he just he chats. He loves a chat, <laughs> and you know, if you're ever thinking you know you're struggling for content, you can just just give him a phone, microphone, and away he goes. It's enormous. <laughs> Oh, be careful, mate. He might be coming for you. No, nah, mate, I'll tell you what. I'd actually love I'd love to get him involved with his own program on uh, on Sky, where people ring up about just problems if they got something, you know, wrong. With, and just he has a chat with them. I love it. Now, mate. It's um, excitement, I reckon. 100%. 100%. He's a great man, too. We call him the inspector because one day I had uh, there was some betting on a particular dog. And I said, mate, can you go and find out for the putters? And he goes, leave it with me. And he was down in the betting ring. He was chatting. So, Inspector Clark, I call him. <laughs> Always find out the info. Too, mate. Uh, mate, what about uh, the Southern Stars? Two heats being held at Wagga on Friday? Yeah, you're right. We mentioned Goulburn there, and as I said, thanks to Gary for an in-depth preview. But we do have two heats at Wagga as well, and a lot of the Victorians coming up out of uh, the Mexican state to try and get into our final. The Sharp Kennel, uh, Jason Jess, they've brought two of their best chances up from Victoria. Aston Prophet will go around in heat one. Orson Mick will be in heat two. And I spoke with Jason Sharp during the week, and it was a bit of Ducks and Drakes to play, uh, Dave. He said his plan was to avoid She's a Pearl firstly, and then Ferdinand Boyd trained by a good friend of his, Dave Geel, who Gary mentioned in the preview, and he said, I had dinner with him last week, and he said he was going to Goulburn, and that's when I decided that I'm going to head to Wagga instead. So they're going to Wagga to try and get through to the final down there. Robbie Rotten, another of the Victorians, will head up for the heat. He's a winner of over $100,000 in prize money, and a former New South Wales chaser as well. Did a lot of his best work up at Maitland, but finds himself down in Victoria now with Taylor Cottrell. He'll be a big yeah. chance. And from the local contingent, Reg's chance for Jack Roy goes around in heaps two, and he'll be the toughest to beat with the aid of that local knowledge. Outstanding, mate. I love getting to Wagga Greyhounds, get in the cool room, mate, and just sit back and enjoy yourself. And uh, It's good stuff. There wasn't a colder beer to be had when I went down there with Timmy Newbold for the Wagga Cup yeah. a couple of months ago, mate. Gee whiz, mate. zero degrees. I saw... Hug boots or thongs, that was it. No, Mate, that cool room, you will not get a bit of cool room in uh, in Australia, I reckon. It, it's, had some, it's had some work done to it. Now, um, <laughs> what about a tip top, uh, a top tip and a, or a best bet for tonight at Dapto? Yeah, look, we'll give you a best. Race six, number seven, Jazzy Pack. Still a little bit short at the moment. If it drifts past two bucks, I'll be diving in. Just needs luck for the first corner there at Dapto. It's been mixing its form of late, um, Dave, but she's a good dog for Mark Fauna and she should run really well. So race six, number seven, the best bet. And then if you want a bit of value, we've gone race five, number seven, never forgotten. Cliffy Bell, his kennel's flying at the moment. He's got a couple of really good greyhounds, but never forgotten is one of those. 16 starts for three wins and three minors. But I just think third up today has been running at Wentley Park, back at Dapto tonight in a one-to-four win race, restricted race. Good suit for never forgotten. So race six, number seven, and race five, number seven, the value at that tonight. Have a great day, uh, Simon, mate. Um, look forward to next Thursday. We might have you back. Yeah, that'll be great, mate. We'll hopefully preview a big Southern Star Series final on next Friday. Good on you, mate. Have a great day. Champion Simon Orchard uh, there with his thoughts on, um, on what's happening in the world of greyhound racing. A big thanks to our guest as well, Gary Clark.